0: Hey, welcome back to the Hope Podcast, the leadership edition. This is a special edition. We're going to be running about 20 episodes of a leadership series to give you hope if you're a leader, but also to give you hope if you uh, want to be a leader or if you didn't think you were a leader, but uh, are going to find out that God has uh, certain leadership aspirations for you. And we're looking at Jesus, uh, the greatest leader of all times. And uh, we're going to focus in today on uh, a topic that I think will be helpful on what you need to know about who is a true leader. Before we jump into the discussion, uh, my name is Lena Abijamra. I uh, am the founder of Living With Power Ministries, and I hope you've checked us out at livingwithpower.org. Um, we do a lot of work with Syrian refugees in the Middle East on a website called hope.com which is a... Uh, Uh, online merch store that supports the work that we're doing with Syrian refugees. We would love to tell you all about it. Just go to SheGivesHope.com. You'll hear our story and uh, anything you buy on the store goes to support uh, the women and the families uh, in the Middle East that we're working with. Uh, We would love for you to be a part of it. We need partners. uh, We need you, uh, but also we believe that it will uh, bless you and uh, be an exciting opportunity for you to Be a part of all that God is doing all around the world. So check out SheGivesHope.com or if you're looking for great biblical resources, go to LivingWithPower.org. I hope you are subscribed to our podcast and I hope you're sharing it with others. I hope it's beneficial for you. Uh, This series is a little bit of a short series, but we've got tons of interviews that I've done with people. We're going to have more to come. Hope you're sending me questions um, about what you'd like us to cover today. What you need to know about who a true leader is, Uh, This is the second episode in our leadership series called uh, the Leadership Edition of the Hope Podcast. So uh, we have started off the discussion of of why we need a leadership podcast. But today, uh, who is a true leader? Uh, I wanted to give you three thoughts on that. And leading up to this, let me remind you of these verses. This is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 42 to 45. We read a similar passage uh, last time, but just to remind you a little bit on Jesus' perspective, he called them, the disciples, to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. And then get this verse, verse 45. He says, For even, Jesus says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus, the greatest leader of all times, will model leadership in a unique, mind boggling way in the three years of his ministry leading up to his crucifixion. The greatest sacrificial leader of all times. And then, of course, he resurrects from the dead and uh, starts a movement uh, uh, that now encompasses more followers than any other movement. So whether you're a Christian or not, uh, I I hope you can see in Jesus uh, such immense uh, leadership characteristics. He is the greatest leader of all times. And so we're going to use him as the backbone of this conversation. We believe he is God, and we believe that um, he became man in order to um, model to us uh, what a perfect human being is like, and then gave his life a a ransom for us so that we would uh, be able to be freed from our sins. Um, Anyway, uh, that uh, now makes us uh, lead, uh, people who want to lead others towards Christ. And so if you're a follower of Jesus, you understand that. You want to lead people to Christ. So whether you see yourself as a leader or not, you are a leader. Uh, You are a person uh, who is uh, trying to influence others to achieve a goal of following Jesus. So you might say, well, what then is a true leader? I, uh, I pulled up another verse that I thought would be interesting. Uh, get, a, get a load of this list. Um, the names are, and it's, it's from the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, I'll just give you the names and then give you a little context afterwards. Simon, who's called Peter, Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealots and Judas Iscariot. You say, what was that list of names? Uh, Those are the 12 disciples, the leaders of the early Christian movement um, after the death of Jesus. You say, uh, what kind of leaders were they? Well, a whole range of leaders. Uh, you've got Judas, who really was a fake leader. He, he was a lying leader. Uh, I, I say this compassionately, but he really didn't even believe what he walked. Uh, you've got Peter, who is obviously sort of this idea of what most of us would think are leaders, loud and leading and, and in charge. Uh, you know, And that, of course, came back to bite him. We're going to see that later in a in an episode down the road. But then you've got Bartholomew. I dare you. In fact, it's a challenge right now. I dare you to email me three facts you know about Bartholomew. I I don't know three facts about Bartholomew. And I've been teaching the Bible for 20 years and love God's Word, grew up in the church, uh, went to Bible teachings four times a week. Uh, The majority of my growing up years until I graduated high school. I went to a Christian college, etc. And I don't know much about Bartholomew. He's not the only one I don't know much about. I mean, I don't really know much about Thaddeus. Do you? Uh, Yet they were leaders, 12 of them, 11, and Judas was replaced by another apostle later on, but but Jesus picked those people, not because they had uh, a personality of a leader, but because they had, and here it is, how do you know what a true leader is? Number one, it's not a personality, it's an identity. It's an identity. And that's a really important, I believe, to focus in on. Uh, see, we get so carried away with uh, with these tests that you take and that will tell you what's your personality, and no matter what um, decade that you've lived in, there has been a... A, a, a classic test that people have taken. And of course, uh, the most common one today is the Enneagram. And I find the Enneagram interesting and amusing, and, and I've benefited from it. Honestly, I uh, I used to joke about it, but I found it to be very useful the more I've understood it. And there are other tests that are uh, personality tests that will sort of divide you into all sorts of numbers or letters or, you know, on and on. And you, you know, people will, will throw out these letters and people right away will be like, oh yeah, I'm an NF, whatever. And so, and you know your your numbers if you're into those tests. And so right away, some of you gravitate towards seeing yourself as a leader because the test told you you're a leader. But but I'm presenting to you today that a leadership uh, characteristic is not is is not a personality type. It's not an enneagram number. It is an identity. It is who you see yourself as. And in Christ, uh, we have a Christian identity. And as such, we have certain. Uh, leadership characteristics so we are gonna get into the gift of leadership in a minute but still there's an identity in leadership i'm actually going to spend an entire episode in in a couple of weeks talking about leadership as an identity because so i think it's critical to understand how we see ourselves in leadership so leadership is who you are it's not what you do we think of leaders as jobs like you're the ceo of a company oh you're a leader uh, but but really leadership is who you are you can be a janitor uh, cleaning up the school after the students leave, and you can be as much a leader as the man running a Fortune 500 company or a woman running, uh, as a, you know, a senator, a woman from a, from a state. It's, it's not your job. It's not what you do. It's who you are. And again, this is where we're going to dig into leadership as high-level discipleship. You in Christ have the identity of a leader, And uh, and and you have a job as a leader, and the more you see yourself in that lens, the more you're going to be equipped to carry out the job that God has for you. uh, It flows out of who you are. And again, remember that leadership is the art of motivating people to act towards a common goal. That common goal is to become more Christ-like. It's to um, grow into holiness. And every one of us should be practicing this identity of leadership. And we'll see what that means again in a couple of. Uh, weeks. Uh, so I don't want to jump ahead of myself. And, but by the way, on a side note, uh, many of you think I'm a leader. I have started an organization. I've, I have this ministry for 20 years. I've written books. I sort of am, am upfront leading. And yet, do you know what? When I went to college, um, I went to conservative college and it was Christian and, and they used to have these prayer groups at night. And And just to give you a flavor, I mean, I was not the shoe-in leader that you might think. In fact, every year they would pick a leader in those small groups, whatever they called them. I don't remember the the designated name of those groups. Four years, I graduated from that college. I was never picked to be a room leader, never. And and I just don't think people saw me as a leader. Uh, And if I had let what others saw me as define me, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. But I understood early on that leadership is who we are in Christ. There's an identity that forms. Uh, and again, we'll dig more into this later. But for now, hang on to that. Don't get bogged down with your personality numbers or letters. Uh, step beyond that. And let's dig into the heart of what it means to be a leader. Uh, so that's what a true leader is. Not a personality, but an identity. Number two, it's not something you're born with as much as it's something you grow into. Okay? Okay. Uh, leadership develops over time. Most people were not great leaders in their teens and 20s, and now they're 50 60 70s, and you see them blossom in their leadership. And so there's something that grows over time as you invest in leadership and as you understand that identity and you allow God to shape it and allow God's word to shape it. So leadership develops over time. Uh, by the way, it is not an accident that Jesus. Uh, didn't start his ministry until age 30. There were a lot of reasons, but one of them is there's a maturing process that happens. And, and uh, I, you know, I would have loved to see Jesus before age 30. I mean, he was a perfect man, but still he, he became public in his ministry. And so, so much had to happen in the hidden spaces before he um, presented as the greatest leader of all times. And so uh, you might be in a hidden space right now, uh, being developed as a leader. Be patient. Uh, those. This is. Those are the years where the work is done, where God is transforming you, is transforming you and growing you, and making you into the leader that He uh, has in mind for you. And it's going to be different from personality to personality. It's going to be different from role to role. Um, and uh, you're going to, over time, learn from your mistakes. And, uh, here's a tip. Don't dwell on your successes, rejoice in your successes, but don't dwell on them because things change over time. And you're going to learn from, from your failures. And we're going to, again, talk about that in the future. So leadership is about you changing while others around you grow as well. All right. So you're uh, not just born with it, but it's something you grow into. It is not a personality, but an identity. And number three, it's not just about your giftedness. Uh, it's also about your character, or I would say it's mostly about your character. Uh, so we got to talk a little bit about this. Uh, certainly leadership is a gift. Uh, some people are given the gift of the spirit that is leadership. Um, yeah, I believe the verse in, in, in Romans, the Romans section, and I think the one of the Corinthians, first Corinthians section, talks about advocating that the gift of leadership should be done with zeal. And so there's no question that some people are given the gift of teaching, others are given the gift of leadership. And that pertains to um the gift of leadership which interesting i read an article uh, from a pastor who's writing there's a difference between the gift of leadership and an office of leadership and that's understandable but uh, you might be more um like peter let's let's just go back to the disciples peter has a gift of leadership and he uh, sort of leads out of that um, giftedness by the way Uh, that's why he failed because he led out of that giftedness before his character caught up to the giftedness. And eventually his character was shaped by his failure. We're going to spend uh, an entire uh, episode talking about uh, Peter and how God used his failure uh, to turn things around for him. Um, But your character is so far, so much more important than simply your giftedness. You can't lead out of your giftedness as much as you can lead out of a character that is shaped by God over time. And uh, and you could have less of a leadership gift and still be uh, leader a leader in your identity and in your character. And so while certain while certain leadership qualities are gifts given by the father, leadership as an identity will grow with time and training. So don't give up hope if you've been forced into an office of leadership. You don't feel like a leader. Again, go back to those disciples. We don't know much about them. They weren't your obvious leader choices. Frankly, I wasn't even thinking of Jesus as an obvious leader leader choice in terms of what we in the West might think of as a classic leader. Uh, and yet, uh, the greatest leader of all times, and, uh, and a lot of reasons why that is. In fact, in the next session, we're going to talk about Jesus as uh, the greatest leader of all time. So I hope you listen back in. And so while certain leadership qualities are gifts that predispose you to lead, uh, they can lead to your demise if they are not harnessed properly. So character is far more important than gifts. Um, uh, gifts are great, and, and use them. Uh, for the edification of the body, um, but character is uh, the foundation, is the heart uh, that we must grow out of. And, and that is where the work will be done. That is where our hope is, that God is constantly in the business of making our character more Christ-like. And that, uh, we're going to look at the characteristics of that in the again in the weeks to come. I know I keep saying that because it's true. We can't cover everything in one episode, but today what you need to know about who a true leader is, first it's a uh, it's an identity, not a personality. Secondly, it's uh, something you grow into, not just something you're born with. And thirdly, it's about your character. It's about uh, your decisions. It's about your heart. And so, remember that leadership is high-level discipleship. And uh, today, I am a different type of leader than I was 20 years ago. And there's still a lot of areas in my life I look at and go, these need things need to change. And uh, there are some things I was born with. Uh, I admit it. I, I tend to be leaderly in certain areas, but uh, those areas have gotten me in trouble. And I've, I've I've often found that I've tried to push ahead in those areas faster than the pace that God had for me. And it ended up hurting those around me. And uh, uh, by God's grace, he redeems those mistakes of ours and uh, allows us um, second chances. And so uh, I hope that you are... Um, finding hope as you consider yourself. You might not have tuned in thinking that you're a leader. You might be a mom uh, and be like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't need anything. You're wrong. You're leading your family right now. You're leading those kids and you're going to either lead them Uh, towards the Lord and deeper in in their walk with Him. You're going to see every opportunity, every interaction as an opportunity to lead them into uh, the mature adults that God has for them to be. Uh, You might be, again, uh, sitting in a dark wilderness right now, a season uh, where you don't see God doing anything obvious in your life. You might be like, this is laughable. You might even think you're a leader and you're so far from exercising your leadership gifts. And maybe you're discouraged in that. Um, Maybe you're um, a little, you know, beaten by that and think maybe you Maybe you're wondering if you're crazy, if you misheard God. Listen, you're not crazy. You have not misheard God. Those uh, years of darkness and anonymity and wilderness, those were the years that shaped, uh, you make the list, Abraham, uh, Moses, Joseph, John the Baptist, all of them endured these seasons of hidden anonymity uh, where their character caught up to their giftedness and they saw themselves, their identity was shaped by uh, God and His calling, and what He was doing in their lives, and so rejoice in the season you're in. If you're a strong leader, you just need encouragement. Um, if you're highly gifted as a leader and seeing God use it, praise God for that. Lead with zeal. Uh, it, we're gonna uh, we're gonna see how God uses us all in our uh, different spheres of influence in order to achieve a common goal of drawing people to Christ. So. Uh, this is where I'll end today. Uh, if you have any questions about leadership, if you have any questions about uh, God, if you have any ideas or topics that you'd love for us to cover, maybe you're a leader in your church and you are dying to understand how to lead in a certain area, send me an email, lena at livingwithpower.org. I would love uh, to consider your topic. If you have a great person that would be a good interview uh, for a leadership series, again, send me the name. If you know them and they're hard to get on a show, then Uh, Let me know that you know them because we would use you to help us get them on the show. In the meantime, check out LivingWithPower.org. Plenty of resources for you there. Uh, Download our apps, app, singular, not plural, and hit up SheGivesHope.com. Go shopping, spend like crazy. You'll be supporting the Syrian refugees that we're helping, uh, but you'll also um, get some awesome shirts and jewelry and books and all sorts of things. So love you guys. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you guys next week.